Hi guys. Sorry, I'm podcast queen today. Um, I guess I've had a lot to think about in life today because usually at work I listen to other people's podcasts, um, crime ones. They're pretty good ones. But today my headphones decided not to work. So I had a lot of time to think about life and why why things happen for what reasons. Um, I'm going to tell you today how I met my husband. I knew him before because of my friend and high school. I knew him in high school, but I didn't like had didn't hang out with him in high school, so I knew of him. But my friend called me one day and asked, said, um, we should go on a double date. And I said, heck yes, I broke up with my boyfriend. I need to get out. So I called the guy friend and said, let's go hang out. Let's go chill with my friends. That's cool. Um, so we went to play pool at a local bar, um, pool hall, I guess you could say. Um, I was in there playing pool, drinking, getting a little bit tipsy, not, not abnormal. Um, so as I'm playing pool, I've never played pool in my whole entire life. I'm playing with my guy friend and my friend's husband walks in and next thing I know he tells me that next shot gets a kiss and I'm like sweet I get a kiss from my guy friend totally cool with that um had a crush on him since I was little so this is kind of cool so knowing me that I didn't make any of the shots the whole game and it was almost the end so I lean over and shoot it into the pocket and it went right in and I'm like what the heck today is my day so I sit up and I turn around and I get a kiss not just from my guy friend I got a kiss from my friend's husband and I said hmm that's kind of weird and I look behind him and I see her standing there and I was like hmm someone's gonna get in trouble because I would be pissed if it was my husband so I left it at that, walked away. He walked the other way. Um, me and my guy friend chilled the rest of the night. And through the night, I didn't have my phone for some reason. And the next thing I know, I went to go look for my phone. And she's had, my friend had my phone. And I'm like, what are you doing with my phone? She said that um, it was ringing and I answered it. And I said, that's cool. Friends do that totally cool with me so I get my phone and I look at her and I said where's your husband where where are we going are we ready to go and she goes well he's walking somewhere I said okay so how are we getting home we've all been drinking Um, I can call someone and she's like no you're not you can call someone for you and your friend and I said okay are you not coming home? She goes, not with you. And I'm like, 
don't get mad at me. It is not my fault. You get mad at him. So, it was a great, great time of her throwing a fit. But I would throw a fit too. I would get mad too. So, me and my guy friend couldn't find a ride. So, we walked. It wasn't too bad. Far of a walk. It was totally cool. I walk home. <clears throat> um, I wake up to a phone call. A text message and another one and another one and I'm like what the hell so I look at my messages and I didn't see my phone that night and it had like 15 messages from me to to her husband and I'm like who I don't remember texting him and I read it again and she had my phone now that I remember and she was texting him as me flirting me flirting with him and I'm like what the no no I didn't do this this isn't me and I text him back and I said just so you know that wasn't me texting you last night it was your wife and he goes oh so that's not how you feel and I'm like no that's not how I feel that is not no you are my my friend's husband I can't do this I can't and he was like oh okay but I'm stuck in a ditch could you come get me out and I said oh where's your wife and she said that he shouldn't have the car he had the car but he was stuck so I was really tempted to go and help him because I have a four-wheel drive I'm okay coming to get him out <sighs> something happened and I didn't go get him that day that night um so then the next week rolls around and he kept calling and texting and I'm like dude and she kept texting me saying that I hate him and I go I'm sorry that you hate him and I'm sorry this situation happened and I'm really sorry and she forgave me she was okay with me but not with him totally understandable um <clears throat> then the next what six months goes by haven't talked to her haven't talked to him then all of a sudden I'm working at the barber shop and I get phone calls after phone calls and hanging up after I answer they hang up and I'm like this is weird but whatever didn't think of anything of it then one day she just she calls me and says, do you want to go on a double date? And I'm like, did you not, last time this didn't work out? And now you want to do this again? She's like, yeah, my husband has a friend that needs a date. And I'm like, okay, that's, oh, that's okay, let's go. We're going to hang out again. I'm just on my cup of what's going to happen. I'm kind of scared. This was like six months, eight months after the first time this all happened. So, I get ready to go. My live-in nanny, I guess you could call her. My roommate was watching kids that night. I get ready to go and I hear a knock at the door and I answer the door and this gentleman is standing in the front of the door with flowers and I'm like 
That has never, ever happened in my whole entire life. Something is wrong. Red flag. <laughs> Big red flag. And my face was probably bright ass red because, like I said, never, ever happened. This is not normal. So I put my flowers on the counter and my friend said she'd take care of it. <clears throat> I go walk out to the door to the car and I went reached for the front the door and he like jumped in front of me and was like nope and he opens the door and I he lets me in and he walks around to the other side and I'm like that's different for me too that is totally weird knowing that that's the way it should be but I've never had that happen to me and as we speak he is older gentleman so that's the way he was raised um he was like 38 maybe and I was 27 28 so yes totally different ages so we get to where we're going I open the door and to get out and he runs around the car and slams the door shut and I was like what the heck I should have known that I shouldn't have opened the door but like I said, I don't know this is how it works. So he opens the door and he goes, yes, ma'am. And I'm like, hmm, I could get used to this. This is a-okay. Um, we go into this bar and it's only beer and I don't drink beer. So they asked me what I wanted and I'm like, oh, water's fine. And he goes, you're not drinking? And I said, I don't drink beer. He goes, well, let's go. We're going somewhere else. I go, no, no, no. All of you drink beer. You guys stay here. I'm okay. And he goes, nope. My lady wants to go somewhere else. We're going somewhere else. Which was totally weird. Again, first for everything, I guess. Um, so we went somewhere else. We went to their local bar that they always go to. And we played pool. It was pretty fun. That was a fun night. Um, let's just say we hung out a lot more after that. Like for a month, we hung out um, Thursday nights for pool tournaments and weekends. Because he was a bouncer at that bar. So just me and him are cool friends we we hung out it's not a big deal I just realized that he's a lot older than me and he has kids that are probably half my age so I wasn't really dating him at the time I was just hanging out um at that time my friend and her husband came with us a couple of those times to hang out and I was I was cool with that until he started flirting with me and rubbing on me and I was kind of feeling not okay. It was awkward. So I told him, not okay with your wife. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Your wife is my friend. I can't allow that to happen. And he was like, oh, okay. So we stopped. Um, the next thing I know, she's calling me, yelling at him about him being stupid, um, all this stuff about him. And he would call me saying the exact same stuff about her. And I'm like, both of you need to stop. I'm not the counselor. Please just stop. 
you need to break it up if you're going to break it up. I don't know. I'm not the middle person. Well, little did I know. I was the middle person. Um, next thing I know, Chris texts me and goes, we should go on a date. And I said, hmm, let's not and say we did. And he was like, no, you're going to the bar. I'm going to the bar. Let's just go. That was a great, great start, I guess. So I told him, that's cool. I'm headed there anyways. Just pick me up. So he picked me up. Um, That night, he flirted more than normal. And I kept telling him to stop. It's awkward. Um, Then... That week was Valentine's, and I was there with my guy friend, and he walked in with his wife, which I tried to help her several times to get dressed. She walked in with Winnie the Pooh t-shirt, leggings, and slippers to the bar. You don't go to the bar. You don't go to the bar. Dress like that. It is so not okay. I'm doing a podcast, child. Sorry, Bailey had to get in the car. Um, so I was kind of irate of what she was wearing. Especially on Valentine's Day. Yeah, don't do it. So then I was flirtatious because I was drinking. So I was flirting with my guy friend. Um, I guess a lot because the next thing I know Chris was throwing things, slamming doors and walked out and Jesse was just standing there like what the hell just happened um I don't know what happened just go find him go do something so they left that night and my guy friend came home with me because he didn't have a car ride home so I was driving So he came home with me, um, February, it was snowing, and he goes, well, we're going to see chariot racing, and I said, what the hell is chariot racing? Well, chariot racing is like old-fashioned chariots, and I said, never seen that, and I've never heard of that before. So he said, that's what Chris does. I said, that's pretty cool. So he goes, let's go tomorrow morning. I said, okay, that sounds like fun. So that day was snowing, and the gentleman he is raised right. He was up rock of dawn. Um, He cleaned my house. He went outside and was shoveling the snow off the sidewalk, and I get a phone call from my mother. At this time, I lived next to my mother. Um, I get a phone call and asked, who was that guy shoveling the sidewalks? And I said, my guy friend. And she said, oh, so we slept over. I said, yes, mom, I am 28 years old. I'm pretty sure I'm capable of having a sleepover. Um, then the next thing I know, uh, we are going to Salt Lake to West Jordan to see cherry racing. I get out and... I get introduced to uh, his whole family of 
who I am, and Chris was like, yeah, we went to high school together, but we didn't hang out, she was too good for me. Yep, sure I was. That is not how that works. Um, then I watched him do his thing, and it was pretty dang cool. People are insane, insane doing it because you go really fast, and I would be scared shitless that I was falling out. We're going to this one. Yes? Sorry. Um, side note, I'm taking my daughter to a job interview as I'm doing this. So, if I be quiet for a minute, this is the reason why. So then, I go take him home. Go home. And knock at the door. And my mom walks in and goes, So it's okay to bring guys home around your kids? And I said... Like I said, Mom, I'm 28 years old. I know what I'm doing. Um, I got yelled at. Pretty good. Life. How long are you going to be? Okay, I'll be right here. Good luck. Do you want my cute one? Oh, hold on, guys. So, I don't remember where I was. Oh, my mom yelling at me. Then, that week goes by, and I get a phone call on Thursday from Jesse saying, Come get my husband. He needs to go to the bar, and I'm not taking him. Well... Wait, let's go back. I forgot that week. That Monday, um, she calls and asks if I was going to the bar. And I said, no, I have to fix my plumbing this week. I, my landlord's not fixing it, and I need it fixed. And she said, well, my husband can fix it. He's a plumber. And I said, what? I didn't know this. And she says, yeah. I go, okay, let's have dinner. Um... Monday night, uh, Tuesday night, and I will make dinner, and you guys can come over, and we can eat dinner, and he can fix my shower and my toilet. That'd be great. She said, yeah, that sounds great. So, Tuesday comes. I get everything for dinner, start dinner, got home from work, start dinner, and I call her, and I'm like, so you guys coming over, right? I'm, dinner's almost done, and she said, no. Chris is just going to stop by on the way home. He'll do what he needs to do. Uh, Jordan's not feeling good. And I'm like, that sucks. I'll send him home with dinner. And she's like, sure, that'd be great. So he came over. He fixed my toilet, fixed my shower. And then he went in the kitchen and goes, your faucet, kitchen faucet needs to be replaced. And I said, nothing's wrong with my kitchen faucet. It doesn't leak. What are you talking about? He goes, well, I want to get you a new one. And I said, oh, I don't need a new one. And he goes, don't worry about it. I'll be back tomorrow. Okay, then. So, he leaves and comes back Wednesday. And I called Jesse again and I said, are you coming over? Um, I'm waiting for you. And she said, no, Jordan's still not feeling good. I'm like, what the heck? 
We need to hang out. We need to do something. So he came over and got me a new faucet. And I was like, this is totally weird. This is so not okay. Where is this going? I don't understand. But whatever. I get plumbing supplies. And things were done. But I could do it myself. But I told him that too. That I, I'm capable of doing it. Just drop off the part. I can do it. And he said, no, that's not how it works. So Thursday comes around and she calls me again. And she goes, are you going to the bar? I'm like, yeah, I go on Thursdays. She's like, well, will you take my husband? Because he needs a ride and I don't want to go. Sure. I will pick him up at 8 o'clock. I will be there. I will text you on my way. So, get ready. And I text her and told her I'm on my way. And I should answer me. So, I pull up and I walk inside and I go, what's going on? Are you ready? And he's sitting there looking at me. He's sitting on the couch. And I go, are you coming or what? And he goes, where are we going? And I said, um... I was told you needed to ride to the bar. I'm going to the bar, so are you coming? He said, no. I said, okay, I'm leaving. She steps in front of me and goes, not without him. And I'm like, what the heck? So at this point, I'm thinking to myself, maybe she has a guy on the side, and maybe I'm going to help her out by getting him out of the house. That's what you do for your friends. But she should have said something. But I assumed that was what was going on so I took him out of the house I got in my truck and I he, go, I, he goes do you mind stopping at the gas station I'm like sure why not so I stop at the gas station he goes and gets his smokes I'm sitting in the truck and he goes comes around to my side and goes can I drive and I'm like whatever I don't care you can drive so he drove my truck to the bar, the pool hall. And when we're there, um, it's been like two hours, three hours maybe tops. And she, next thing I know, she's texting me saying, don't bring him home. I'm thinking to myself, there has to be a guy there. There has to be a guy there. As we speak, there has to be a guy there. So I'm like, she goes, just stall. And I'm like, I got this. I'm going to help a girl out. Totally okay with this. So I look at, I was texting her, where do you want him to go? I, she goes, nowhere here. And I'm like, totally okay. So I looked at my guy friend and I'm like, dude, can you go to your house? And he's like, no, my mother's there. That's not going to be okay. And I'm like, what the hell guys? I'm, I don't know what's going on. So, uh, I guess he's coming home. I guess he's, there's couch. I'm totally okay. So, by then I'm pretty tipsy. And I flirt really bad. And I'm really, really flirtatious at that point. Um, so, I, two in the morning... Dude, it's time to come home, go home in a blizzard. And I was scared shitless to get home. Scared shitless. Yes, I had a big, jacked up Chevy truck. So I was okay, but I wasn't driving. He was driving. Um, he 
goes, are you going to drop me? Like, gets off the freeway and goes to his house. I was like, what are you doing? I told you you weren't going home. And he goes, where am I going? I said, I guess my house. I guess you're sleeping on the couch. And he goes, you're going to really make me sleep on the couch. I said, yes, I am. Um, things got to things and yes, it was me. Yep. I go in bed and I'll sleep. Other things happen. Yes, you're right. Everybody knows this. That's, I, that's what happens when I drink. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, next thing I know, I hear pounding on my window. And I'm like, your wife's here. You better get the heck out of my bed right now. And he was like, what? I go, your wife is pounding on the door. Pounding on the window. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? And he goes, well, you're going to let her in? I'm like, heck no, I'm not going to let her in. She's going to kill me. She's going to kill me or she's going to kill you. Um, so I get dressed. I open my bedroom door and she's standing right there and I'm like and my roommate and I'm like what the hell is going on and she I'm like she's gonna hit me I'm, I'm waiting for it she pushes me out of the way and starts wailing all you hear is crack crack and I'm watching her beat the crap out of him and I'm like he deserved it he deserves every last minute of it because I would do the exact same damn thing. But I would beat her up too. But she she chose right. She beat the hell out of him. Um, she kept saying, do you want to stay here for the rest of your life? Do you want to live like this? And I'm like, what's wrong with living like this? At least my house is clean. At least I have food in the fridge. At least... I'm not overweight and I I don't know what to tell you what is wrong with the way I'm living and he goes she goes if you don't leave with me now you're never coming home and he leans around her because she's a bigger girl so he leans around her and looks at me and goes I'm not going anywhere and I'm like wait a minute we weren't in this I wasn't in this conversation um then the next thing I know, she punches him one more time. One more time for good measure. Sure. And she goes, get your shit out of my house. And little does she know, that was his aunt's house. So it should be the other way around. But at the time, totally cool. So she gets her shit and walks out the door in my house and I was like what now what is just, what just happened I it's like three in the morning what just happened as she walked by she smelled like alcohol like no other and I was like see she was doing something wrong because she's drunk off her butt and she drove from her house to my house drunk off her butt I really hope and pray that she gets home safe to her little girl so I looked at my roommate and I'm like, why did you do that? And she goes, it sounded like a cop was at the door. I was just answering the door. I go, yeah, three in the morning. Great plan. Thank you very much. She goes, you could have came and told me and I wouldn't have answered the door. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, You're right. I should, my drunk ass should have went in there and told you what was going on. Um, 
Let's just say he hasn't left. He didn't leave. He was a very nice... At the time, I was like, I love attention. He gave me attention like no other. He went to work, texted me all day at work. Um, He came home and I was making dinner and he was helping kids with homework. Or vice versa, I was helping homework and he was making dinner. And I'm like, this is how this life should be with a husband? Uh, I'm, I'm, this is weird. Again, never happened in my life. And next thing I know, I get another phone call and it's my mother. She calls me and goes, is that who I think it is? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, did Jesse's husband just walk out of your house? I said, yes, mom, he did. He's headed to work. And she goes, what is he doing? And I said, he was fixing plumbing. Laugh out loud. Hell yeah, he was fixing plumbing. He, I didn't lie. He was fixing plumbing. He did fix my crap that I asked my dad to help me with and he didn't. So so I got someone to take care of it. So I wasn't lying. Um, He didn't leave. He did everything for me first six months he did everything um we went to her house where they lived and cleaned it all out got it all back situated cleaned for his aunt to do what she needed to do with the house he moved in my mom was irate saying you're living with a married man let's just say divorce papers were at his doorstep my doorstep within what 10 minutes then that next day like they were there so at the time no he wasn't married then he was living with me so I was okay um I get a phone call from the bishop saying that we needed to talk and I'm like okay maybe I'm getting a calling totally cool so I go to the bishop in his office and he goes so you're living with a married man and I'm like what wait a minute how do you know anything about my life and the only way I know is my parents my parents said something so I was irate. I was so angry with my mother for doing anything. Mind, she needed to mind her business. So I almost got excommunicated because I was living with a married man. She knew what was going on, but it was none of her business. So by then I was driving my ex-boyfriend's truck because he gave it to me. Um, on and off and the next thing I know he's calling saying he wants his truck back and I said why? he goes because we need to talk so I was wishy-washy of what my life was supposed to be like because at the time he was my ex we broke up because of other situations um He was very controlling about me talking to my kids' dad, which I needed to talk to him. 
but I now I see why because he was very abusive mentally and he didn't want to be the one fixing the problem um so I told him let's go talk about it so I drove Chris's car up there up to meet him because I wasn't driving clear to Magna so I met with him and I told him the whole situation and he was so pissed off at me he was so angry with me about what happened and I'm like at least I told you the truth at least I did I, I was just telling you what happened you asked and I told and now you're mad at me I'm sorry but your truck is my only means of transportation to work to take care of my kids and you know and he understood he totally understood so he let me go with my truck um that week two weeks go by and it was totally okay with the with the truck well then i get a phone call that night a night and he says, I'm coming to get my truck. And I'm like, what? You can't come get my truck. He goes, it's my truck. And I'm like, but I've paid you for it. What What are you doing this for? And I was wishy-washy of, I, I should just go back with him. I should kick Chris out. I should just live life. Because I know he's a good guy. And I told Chris, I'm kind of stuck. Very emotional right now about what I'm doing with my life and Chris took me on a bike ride motorcycle ride up the canyon and he just spilled everything he told me everything and how he felt about me and everything and I'm like you are totally weird why what you don't love me you don't even know me and he goes yes I know you I know you're a strong woman that can work her butt off and take care of her kids no matter what and that's what I need in my life is a strong woman and he made me feel like I was the only woman in the world the only woman um and I loved it I totally love attention I told you I love attention and he gave it to me and so I'm thinking to myself he dropped his wife and his little girl for me. So I must be a special person. The best. And I didn't see it. And I got shit on so many times with my sperm donor. That this is how it's supposed to be. So I just melt down and cry. And I'm like okay I'm good. I'm, I'm supposed to be here. Well. Three weeks later. Um, I find out that I'm pregnant. And I'm like. What the hell? I'm not supposed to be pregnant. I'm. This is so not okay. And I took precautions. I did everything I needed to do. And the next thing I know, I tell him why I'm so emotional. And he was ecstatic. He was so excited. I'm like, why? How can you be excited about this? My parents are going to kill me. Especially living next door to them. We have to move. And he goes, you're going to run away? And I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to run away. My parents are going to kill me. Especially knowing living next door. Oh, my mother's going to come over here and hurt me like no other. Every single day of my life. Reminding me of how stupid I am. About what I've done wrong. So, 
we moved. Same town. Um, I was okay with what I was doing. Um, I moved, and ever since then, he had three kids, I had three kids, and one on the way, so there's our seven. (laughs) Yeah, it was a great start, great run. Mm, My little redhead Shelby was born um, in that November. After all of that, from February, heck, to November. Um, then the next year we got married. And he says he would never marry any, ne- never marry again. And I'm like, dude, I've never been married. I just want to be a princess. Please just let me be a princess. So he proposed. And I said, heck yes, because married life is so much better. Hmm. What I know now, I didn't know then. That's the next podcast that's coming out. <laughs> um, but marriage life is not all it should cut out to be. But it was a hell of a run. There's lots of stories in between this of... Did I really do the right thing? But... Eight kids down. Ten years of life. Ten years of marriage did a pretty damn good job so far so but every day I think was did I do the right thing yes did Heavenly Father do this to me all these challenges in my life to get me where I'm at yes because guess what eight kids down five of them out of my house okay one moved back but but at least I got them all out of the house and pregnant out of my house and then brought her back to help her out so and it happened because I have two beautiful beautiful redheaded kids that's the reason why I went through hell and back and every day I remind myself he cheated on his wife with me so whatever he does to me is I deserve that's the way I think of it that's the negative about how I became a wife of wife and a mother of eight children trials life is real I shouldn't have done it the way I did payback's a bitch is what I'm saying to myself Because now, everything happens for reasons. And I really hope one day I figure it out. Because I'm still learning, just like my children. I hope you guys don't judge me because of what happened. I was young and stupid. And now I look back and think it wasn't because he dropped everything and gave me everything. It wasn't. At the time, yes, that's that's the way it looked. But now I look at it, nope, I did it wrong. And I hope one day she will forgive me for what I did to her. 
because I would, I don't know, that would be a hard thing to forgive. But I really hope one day she will forgive me for what I did to her. Because it hurts like no other and now I understand. Love you guys. Keep it real. Love ya. Bye.